Today is a special episode of Amber Salon Sustainability. I am having my first podcast guest that is, in fact, my family, a very special woman by the name of Leah Aldrich, who I had the pleasure of working with for over a decade and who also then married my cousin and is now a part of my family, which I couldn't be more proud of. She is a phenomenal woman, a woman in business, sustainable business, mother of three, and an overall just super woman. And I am excited for you all to hear and learn from Leah. Enjoy. Thanks everyone for tuning in to Amber Salon Sustainability. And today with the very special Leah Aldrich, I am excited to have her here and have her share with all of you her exciting business venture and just overall amazing boss mom capabilities. So welcome, Leah. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and to share with you guys. Yeah. Let's just keep it transparent in case we have five kids right now being held hostage out back by Aunt <laughs> mother-in-law. So we'll just put that out there in case you all hear any type of um, interruptions. <laughs> but needless to say, I wanted you to share with everybody. You and I met, you were maybe my second employee ever at Midori um, that I had hired from... Um, full-time, recruited from Aveda Institute, goodness, I don't even know, what, 10 plus years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And that the rest is history. I mean, now we're related, which is amazing. And we've had quite an incredible decade plus uh, together through a lot, um, marriage, motherhood, and all the rest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So tell everybody why you went down the path originally of working with natural, sustainable, organic products. Like what was the original appeal to that when you first pursued a salon profession? So I think what drew me in really was the community. And um, obviously I, I started with Aveda and you know them they have ways of drawing you in and getting you in and um a lot of the smells and just the experience that that they offered in their salons really drew me in and uh once i you know toured the institute and i saw how standard and standardized and Mm -hmm. and thorough they were in their practices it that just really resonated with me a lot it's just kind of i'm very like by the book, I need to have things mapped out for me. Mm-hmm. So the way that they did it, that just is what drew me in. And then, I mean, you branch out from there. Yeah. And it just kind of explodes into other things. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad that we were able to mesh because I feel like I'm not that way. Yeah. <laughs> Including coordinating this. Sometimes I am so scattered. So that's good. Maybe that's the little bit of yin and yang between us. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, that's awesome. So over the years of us working together, I always think of you as being literally the braiding expert, like braiding classes. You did some education um, as we began to grow and pursue other means within the salon. You became a lead and a coach and an educator. And I remember your braiding classes, your updos, incorporating um, 
braids and bridal looks and five strand braids and all of the complicated types of hairstyling really that uh, people would seek you out for. How did you become so capable? I mean, it is capable with those Mm -hmm. fingers and moving all of that hair at once. It's like um, an art form in and of itself. Absolutely. Um, I think it it all just kind of started, you know, learning how to do the styles that I wanted to wear on myself and kind of practicing at home. Um, my mom always had long braided hair growing up and um, I kind of just finally felt like I found myself when my hair reached a certain point, is kind of funny <laughs> to say. So then, you know, trying to look the part at work, mm-hmm. it just kind of took off from there. Um, so did you practice mostly on your own hair, do you feel like? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as um, learning different knotting different knotting things and different braids and stuff a lot of that started when I was really young you know I used to make bracelets we used to go around the neighborhood and sell bracelets and to learn learning how to macrame Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um and it's all it's all kind of the same you know three strands four strands five strands it's all you know hair cord yarn (laughs) (laughs) I can see where it is and um you know looking at your ventures and where you're going now in life and um I can see how it's all related it's it's unique in that way but um so talk a little bit about uh becoming a mom and what that was like for you as a salon professional and did that did it resonate more to be in an environment with natural and organic product after that happened? Absolutely. Um, well, you know, or even during the pregnancy. Yeah. And well, you know, when I found out I was pregnant, I didn't have to worry at all because I was already in the environment where I knew I was safe. I knew I was able to continue to use the products. I knew that I was able to. Um, you know, make sure my babies were safe. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think where the transition lies was just the fact that, you know, I didn't re- really want to necessarily have to give it up, but at the same time, I couldn't see myself being away from my kids, you know? So I, I took time away, mm-hmm. you know, once the, once my first children, my first two children were Twins, out. by the way. She yeah. has twins, twin baby girls. Yeah. It, well, three now. They're three. Yeah, they're three years old. So, um, and then I went back mm-hmm. to when they were two, and I was excited to get back to it. And literally, as soon as I opened my books back up, I found out I was pregnant <laughs> again. That's how it works. So I was excited when that happened. I was excited to be pregnant and work, and mm-hmm. I was excited to have a baby and work. And I was planning to have them strapped to me and to continue to work. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happened and I had to give it up again. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Transitions. Put it it back in my back pocket for later. You have to roll with it and just, um, I think, flex in life. And that's the epitome of being a mom is just rolling with it and um, making things happen how you can. 
which I think that you do an incredible job at. So now you are braiding, essentially, is mm-hmm. what I think of it, yep. and have built a business. So here, here's a mom of three who is a salon professional who worked in the environment and then um, had to make a change and create a shift. And you've built a business now. And I, of course, want to plug it. I love it. I think it's I think every natural organic salon in the U.S. can have one of your works of art. And I think clients alike would be thrilled to not only have the pieces, but just to support you as a woman in business, um, a sustainable woman in business. So let's talk about it. Yeah. Talk about your business and um, the sustainability factors. Yeah, so... Obviously, um, from what you've talked about, I, I started doing macrame art. Um, I do wall pieces. I do plant hangers. I do purses. I do coasters. I do really anything that you can do with macrame. Um, I'm going to try it and I'm going to do it. So when I started working with the cord, you know, I started to do research on what it was made out of, you know, where it came from um and I found that you know some of the cords that you find they can be really rough on your hands and so Mm. I kept doing research and I found a company called Ganchette it's out of Miami and they actually source their cord yarn they they source all their fibers from Barcelona Spain and it's all 100% cotton recycled from the garment industry so it all, it's all sustainable in itself. Everything's being reused and reproduced, and now I'm making art with it. Um, so I'm it's pretty, amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. And then, of course, it's all biodegradable. If it ever ends up in a landfill mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. somebody, it can break down. You know, it all breaks down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't know if people realize the amount of waste or by- byproduct that actually comes from. You know, clothing and clothing manufacturers, mm-hmm. it's actually a very large and significant, um, you know, I don't have any of the statistics, but I have had conversations in regard to it. And, you know, one of the salon owners I love and respect very much did research about it. And Ruby Byrne over in London, and she shared some facts, and I was just really flabbergasted because I never thought about it yeah so I think that it's very cool that you're able to take that now and put it into another product it's the epitome of you know reuse recycle sustainability so it's nice to have a sustainable business that's using has an environmental impact and then I also think that it's awesome for you to share professionally with other women and salon professionals to sustain yourself financially so sustainability Mm -hmm. of course you know i'm passionate about the environment and Mm -hmm. you know want to shout stuff from the rooftop but i'm also passionate about women being able to sustain themselves their families their livelihoods so then being able to create a business off of that is phenomenal yeah and exciting it's very exciting and how are you feeling about it all um, I feel like there is a fire in my soul for, for the first time in a really long yeah. time. It's because you're feel like I, Yeah, exactly. 
I, I, I can do the hair without having to touch other people and worry about. You don't have to wear a mask, and you don't have. Exactly. I get it. Exactly. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, for the first time in a really long time, I've I've found something that I'm truly passionate about. It. I I eat, sleep, breathe it mm-hmm. at this point, and um, I'm setting goals for myself. Mm, good. And I'm I'm looking towards the future professionally, which I haven't really done in a really long time. So it feels really good. Um, and I, I definitely, um, I definitely contribute a lot of that to having a hair background and, um, knowing what the business is like. I contribute a lot of where I'm at now to, you know, obviously 10 years is a long time to do something. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, yeah, there's a, there's a fire again. It's That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> I have a challenge that just popped in my brain. You know how my brain works, Leah. Yeah. So it's, it's wild sometimes, but <laughs> I am going to challenge you right here on this podcast. I want you to make me a color brush for macrame. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. It yeah. could totally work. I'm just yeah. visualizing like something I can hold in my hand and get really creative with free, free painting and stuff. Yeah. And then I'll demo it. I like it. I like it too. Let's do it. All right. Done. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, what advice would you give to the salon professionals who listen? We have a really great audience about getting into the world of natural, sustainable, uh, getting into that world in that environment. Uh, yeah. I mean, do your research first of all, and then reach out into the community. That's the best thing that you can do. And that's, the best thing that I did for myself was I, I, I researched and then I reached out into the macrame community and, you know, people are there. Same with this, you know, reach out into your community of people, um, to their community of people, to their community of people and so on and so forth. And I mean, that's basically what you did, you know, starting your business and on your journey too. I mean, you did a lot of research and you, you know, you met a lot of people, you shook a lot of hands and with that, you take away little bits and pieces from each person. And um, eventually you find something that just really resonates with your soul and just really puts you in the place where you want to be. Um, so that would definitely be my advice. You know, don't be afraid to um, reach out and, you know, you don't worry about sounding ignorant or naive because you're just out there looking for information. Yeah, people love to answer questions. It makes yeah. someone feel valued when they can answer a question. So Absolutely. that's excellent, excellent advice. And I like it because it's different advice that we've had on Good. the podcast. Sometimes <laughs> I like it when people say the same thing, and it's always great when someone says something different. Yeah. So thank you. Mm-hmm. So please tell everybody the name of your business and how they can find you. And, of course, we will have her um, – social media handles and whatnot on our page. So like, follow, review, buy, share, all that good stuff. Yeah, so it's Autumn Elm Handmade. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Autumn Elm Handmade. And then also AutumnElmHandmade.com. And that's A-U-T-U-M-N-E-L-M Handmade.com. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Leah. Thank Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here. This was fun. (laughs) It was fun. It was great. Mm -hmm. And 
Now we're going to go and uh, enjoy some pizza with our babies. But thank you all for tuning in and make sure to check out Leah's stuff. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please leave a review, share it with your friends, and check out Amber Salon Sustainability on our other social media platforms. I'd especially like to thank my ongoing supporters, such as Mannix Company, 13th Avenue Media, The Ring Wellness Workspace, Motives Custom Blends, Cosmetics, and of course, Naturally Certified Organic Beauty, a company who has ignited a passion inside of me to pursue sustainability and awareness with salons everywhere. Thank you.